love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We are live from the Fitz Show Radio Hub for Tuesday, May 15th, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to my professional broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Tuesday's the toughest day of the week. I'm not going to lie to you about that. It mm-hmm. really is. Yeah. <laughs> And with that, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) let's introduce everybody. There's my buddy, Drew. Yep, just a regular old Tuesday, and nothing special about this one. All right, and with that, there's Tanner the Millennial. I want to start this Tuesday by saying thank you to Fitz for this very, very hibiscus lemonade that you've given me. It's quite tasty. Aren't those the greatest things ever from Starbucks? It really is, and they're pretty low-calorie, and I don't feel guilty when I drink it, you know? Well, not that that low-calorie. That's a lot of sugar you got right there. They're way better than the (laughs) sodas that I drink every day. And he is the king of locale because he's trying to lose those moves. Our host, the Fitz. Hey, I lost my movies. Well, I meant you're trying to keep the moves off. Yes, yeah, that? that more yeah. accurate. I'm, I'm at my, um, yeah. I mean, I'm at my weight right now where I'm below my movie limit. So that's that's you know, I'm I'm really uh, I'm really all about that. You're you know the what king. I mean? You really are the king of locale. You show incredible restraint when it comes to food. Well, it's only it's only really just been a couple of years I've tried to try to do that. That's what makes it so amazing is because before you ate like the rest of us, and then one day you just switched it off, and now you have this amazing well, control of yourself, which time, I lack entirely. You know what? You, you know what? I think you have to look at your food like um, you look at your medicine. Like if you have medicine that you have to take in the morning, you're not supposed to take the whole bottle. Yeah, you're not supposed to take the whole bottle, but you but you could only have um, like. You know what the doctor says you could have. So if you know you could only eat so much sugar or have so many calories a day, then you can't be overdosing on that. You gotta See? take. You gotta take your prescribed doses of food and calories, kind of when you're supposed to. See, and that is so foreign for Drew and I because we look at food as pure enjoyment. Yeah, that that bottle of pills doesn't taste anything like Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> I can't just take a spoonful. I gotta have the half the container, if but, not the whole thing. But 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 see, but that's the trick, though. I mean, once you hit a certain age, you can't do that anymore. You, you got to reserve your cheat day, go a little crazy on your cheat day, and and after that, you just I think you gotta you gotta watch it. See, I'm you gotta 20, take it like you're taking medication. See, I'm 21 years old, and my body already looks kind of weird. I couldn't even imagine what it would look like if I was y'all's age. I'm 29, man. What are you saying? I am 29 years old. I'm just saying my metabolism is friendly to me right now. Do I need to say this again? I'm younger than Ben Affleck. I'm younger than Ryan Seacrest, Luke Bryan, Tom Brady, Ashton Kutcher, Shakira. I'm younger than Jason Aldean. I'm younger than Blake Shelton. I'm younger than James Vanderbeek, and I'm younger than James Franco. Can I throw another one out there for you? Yeah. You're also younger than Ryan Reynolds. (gasps) And ladies love Ryan Reynolds. How old is Ryan Reynolds? Uh... I know he's older I think he's than for, you. He's 41. <laughs> Let me look it up. Yeah, and I'm 29. Yeah, I'm 29. <laughs> you did check yourself there. How old is Ryan Reynolds? You got it right. He's 41 years old. See that, man? He's got me beat by two years. Uh, You mean? 12? 12 years. <laughs> no, two years. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, keep it straight. You're going to tell a story. You got to stick That's to right. it, man. I'm 29, <laughs> and I'm going to be 30 next month. <laughs> True that. <laughs> 
There's a big hill coming next month, you guys. Oh, man. What's up? <laughs> are, you, are you freaking out about this birthday? Heck no. No? Man, no. I'm just living. You're, you're, you're living with age is just a number. You live yeah. by. Uh, you know what? It's, it's tough not being 29 much longer. <laughs> but I'm going to be all right. Are you guys circling this bowl for a reason? Are you talking all this birthday talk for a reason? No, not at all. You think I want to be reminded about this birthday coming up next month? No, 30, 30 is tough, man. Yeah, it is. Sure, uh-huh. you knew that 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, here comes Tuesday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, the Fitz Show's world-famous What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. I am your... What are you kidding me, Anchorman? Of course, standing by with the news that did not make the news. Always catch breaking what are you kidding me stories right now. Like if you follow me on Instagram. Yeah, all you have to do is launch the app, type in follow Fitz and give Fitz a follow and you'll get the craziness that's happening in the world right in your feed. Any day, work or play. I just really want people to know I'm going to be there right away. If you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of North Carolina. Stupid's what got you there, Mr. Mayor. There's a guy in North Carolina who was elected mayor last Tuesday after two previous losses, right? And then, after celebration that night, oh no, he was arrested for drunk driving. Oh, come on. Lead by example, man. Mr. Mayor, stupid is what got you there. Can he fix that ticket for himself? He's the mayor, after all. That's an interesting question. But wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, if you're like in uh, maybe political office or you know city council or something like that, can the mayor take off tickets? I don't think the mayor can't take off a, a DUI. No way. Yeah, not in this day and age anyway. Because I'm sure there's body cam footage of him slurring and failing the test. If, and- yeah, plus you plus you can kill people. Yeah, doing yeah. that. If the mayor can, then sign me up because I have some parking tickets that need to be taken. You want to take of. care of those parking tickets? Oh yeah. Maybe you can take care of some of mine too. <laughs> Tanner for mayor. <laughs> Let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of Iowa. Doggone it! (laughs) With best friends like these, I mean, who really needs enemies? An Iowa man says that his dog inadvertently shot him (laughs) while they were roughhousing last Wednesday. 51-year-old Richard Remy of Fort Dodge, Iowa. He told police he was playing with his dog, Baloo. <laughs> oh, Baloo. And he and Baloo were sitting on the couch and tossed the day he kind of tossed the dog off his lap. He says when the Pitbull Labrador mix bounded back up, he must have disabled the safety on the gun in his belly band and stepped on the trigger. The gun fired, striking him right below one of the pork and beans on his left thigh. That's what I call yeah. a close shave. Blue almost took off a... A blue. A blue. <laughs> blue almost blew one off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. I can't believe this is, I think, the first time anyone has ever been shot by their dog. Oh, you'd be surprised. Ambulance was, ca- <laughs> ambulance was called immediately. He was treated at a hospital and uh, released two days later. Remy told the Messenger newspaper in Iowa that Blue is a big wuss. And has been laying down beside him and crying because he thinks he has done something wrong. Oh, well, he sort of has. He well, didn't he mean to, shot him in the balloons. He almost so. shot him right there in the doodad. <laughs> I mean, come on, Baloo. In the balloons. <laughs> what? Are we killing this joke to death? Or A what? little bit, yeah. <laughs> All right, and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour.
This is The Fit Show. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure his voice is dubbed and he does all his own sound effects. Fitz Happens Live. This is The Fit Show. Fitz Happens Live. Hit us up on social media. Do a little search. Go to Facebook. Just type in two words. Follow Fitz. And uh, you'll be able to like, you know, send us a message right now. There is Drew. My buddy Tanner the Millennial is hanging out. And um, if you've been you know, checking out the show for a while, you probably know that Drew is our, our, our resident movie expert. He is a like legit movie critic. He's got his little card. He gets to go to all the movies before everybody else does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really must be nice, Drew. And do you know after all these years that uh, you know we've been having Drew do the movies and stuff like that, even though he's never made a penny, uh, he's never even asked me to go to one of these private screenings. Oh, yes, he we gotta has. do this again. I've asked you before. You can never make it. You've got five kids at home. You've got a crazy life. You it's don't have that. time. You you don't have two or three hours to disappear into a movie theater by I would, yourself. I would love that. I Your would, phone to be going off the whole time. I would really love that. But it, again, it comes down to. You're right. I probably would wouldn't go in the you know take up an afternoon or something like that. Uh, but it doesn't mean that I, I still don't want to be invited. <laughs> That's why he invites me. It's because I don't have kids or responsibilities. I still want to be invited to it. Like every time, hey man, sure would love for you to be there. Tell you even, what, even though I don't show up, I still want to be invited. I've got a very very important screening this afternoon. Would you like to go? Nope. <laughs> Good. So we've we've checked that box. Man, you didn't even invite me to this one. Yeah, that's all you have to do. See? Do you see how easy that was? Yes. I just just want to feel, uh, you know, like I'm wanted. Yeah, I get it. I actually can 100% feel that pain because for years I was in the bar business, like all through my 20s, and I worked the whole time. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday night. Right. So I was working on the weekend when everyone in the world was doing things. Mm-hmm. And at first yes. they would invite me, hey, we're going to the boat. Hey, we're going camping. Hey, we're going to this festival. Hey, we're going to a concert. You want to go? And I'd always say, no, no, no. And about halfway through the second year, the invites just stopped. Because, right. And I would ask, why don't you invite me? Oh, because you're going to say no. Anyway. You're busy. You're working. I, and I would say that's really similar to like my early radio life. I think I was saying the other day from the ages. I started when I was 17. So from 17 to like 26 years old for me, I was literally in a club, live on the radio, every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Oof. And I just got so, you know, after all that time, it's I, like, hey, man, we got to go out. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm just going to chill I right here. I can imagine you never want to be in a club again. Oh, yeah. For me, it's beer and barbecue, and that's pretty much it. But yeah. from the other side, yeah. it gets depressing when yeah. your friends are posting pictures of cool things they did, oh, or they're telling the stories, oh, it was so crazy when we did whatever. I'm saying when you're younger. Uh-huh. And then you're like, why wasn't I there? Why was I invited? And you go, well, that's course, because I work, or I can't, or I have all these obligations or whatever. But you just want to be asked. You want to be part of it without having to be part of it. Exactly. And and I'm able to kind of relive a lot of those moments right now, because, you know, throwback Thursday pictures on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> I used to do things. Look, I was in that club X amount of years ago, and then I had kids. <laughs> and then life gets sucked out of you. <laughs> Where you just want the energy to go out of your house and maybe get a coffee and be alone for 20 minutes. Are we going back to that again? Yeah, we are. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tuesday show. Uh, say what's up to us again right now. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. 
So a lot of people are getting some crazy sunburns this time of year. And uh, it's not, you know, going crazy hot yet, but um, I just wanted to give you a little advice, a little trick if you get a crazy sunburn. Thank uh, you. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Do, do, you, do you get crazy sunburn? I do too. I get the worst sunburns, and they just peel with no tan. Uh, all right, check this out, you guys. A cold compress using milk instead of water can take some of the pain away and speed up the healing process. Get you a big old gallon of milk and just yeah. dump it all over you. I've never heard that before. I've heard of like aloe vera. One time in high school, I, I, I got this horrible sunburn so bad, I was just dousing myself in mm-hmm. aloe vera. And the itching. I mm. never had a yes. sunburn that was like crazy itching, burning. And it was the itching that was destroying me. Yeah. When I was a kid, uh, we went to an, uh, a water park outside of Orlando. My whole family, it was like right after school got out. So I had had no sun up to that point. And I was running around in my trunks. I had I was sunburned every single part of my body that wasn't covered by trunks. And the the itching when every yeah. itch of your body itches at the same time, it's there horrible. is no worse agony. It is agony. And so think about it. Think about it now. Dumping, I could see how it'd feel good. Dumping like cold milk all over your body. I mean, you'll smell a little it. bit weird all day. But hey, if it gets you the smell itching like away, milk, yeah. Hey, who smells like milk? <laughs> you smell like sour milk. All right, Drew, choose your news. This is a crazy one, a little bit of breaking bad come to life. So federal authorities busted a huge drug stash house in uh, Brooklyn Center. That's a a city in Minnesota. Um, And it turns out that the CEO, the person running this whole thing, is a 25-year-old mother of two. Now, she tried to get away with saying that she was just, you know, a, a dupe in this, that she was just made to run drugs. But after, because they'd been running this long investigation, they basically said, uh-uh. They caught her at the border trying to leave into Mexico. You know, th- this is a complete, uh, this is another Breaking it's Bad breaking spinoff. Bad. Yeah. You know, it's another spinoff. Why not have, you know, the female Walter White? Breaking Mom. Well, <laughs> they have her. They have her in custody. They've got, her name is uh, uh, Macrina Mac- Perez, 25, what? mother of two, and she's a... A bad mother. You know what I mean. Wanda White. <laughs> All right, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. You guys are going to be really, really excited about this. Did you guys ever play the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System? Well, I grew up? up with the original Nintendo. Yeah, well, yeah. they're bringing back the original Nintendo. The NES Classic is going to be hitting stores in June, and there's going to be like 30 games already on the system. It's going to be made to plug into newer TVs. Oh, wait, and- so if the if there's 30 games already on it, you don't have cartridges? Right. So what it's are you going to blow on? Oh yeah, remember blowing? Remember blowing on the games? Yeah, you, you ever blow do on that? the cartridge? Yeah. No, because I grew up with video games with discs. <laughs> <laughs> that was before my time. <laughs> yeah, Drew, we didn't play Nintendo back when they had wagons. You had to, you had to blow on them and sometimes bang on them yeah. to get them to play. And, the, and uh, remember they they came with the little cleaner, remember the little cleaning kit. You get the alcohol in there and just. And just it's crazy how everything's changed. So your changed. game just straight up wouldn't work? It just wouldn't it work. It required you, maintenance, Tanner. You'd have to blow the dust off of it. All right, there you go. Choose your news. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. We on? Thank you for that. Yeah, it's no good problem. to be on. Hey guys, thank you. Welcome to Tuesday. My name is Fitz. I am your your uh, charming and handsome host. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you get through the straight face? Man, who says that? Oh, <laughs> uh, there's my buddy Drew. There is Tanner the Millennial. And if you head to our Facebook page right now, we're doing sips and selfies today. So whatever you're whatever you're sipping on, whatever you're drinking on, just take a selfie right now, okay? 
and uh, uh, tell us how the show uh, is is going today based off the uh, expression on your face. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. Gosh. What? Oh. Is we're we're showing you how the, the, how the show's going from is, the expressions yeah. on our faces. <laughs> yeah, well, you just did. Uh, anyway, welcome to Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. It was the, the past couple of days, including yesterday, believe it or not, was I mean, it's, it's been a big, busy box office for like the past three or four days. Apparently, Avengers Infinity War topped the box office for the third weekend in a row. Uh, it took in about $62 million. This wow. is another $62 million on top of what? Uh, over a billion. Mm-mm. Yeah, they're just stacking that paper at this point. Yeah, in fact, with this weekend's box office, it moved up into the fifth highest grossing movie of all time. And that's just three weeks into its release. Well, nothing even competed with it. I mean, Breaking In did nothing. Life at the Party did nothing. Yeah. Well, $18.5 million. And then Avengers Infinity War, $62 million. Well, Avengers better, you know, enjoy this because there's a Star Wars movie coming out next week. Okay. Yeah. So do- and, and Deadpool 2 comes out this week. Oh my God, you're right. One. Yeah, next week's release of Deadpool 2. Um, so if, uh, do you think this is like sort of the... the well, with a weekend, with, with weekend of $61.8 million, this thing's still got a lot of money to make. This yeah. is... Most of the people going back to the theaters are people that are watching it for the second or even the third yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This movie has that characteristic that it's worth more watching, even yeah. though it's over two hours and 40 minutes long. Uh the things that happen in the movie deserve a second look because you miss things, and oh, so really? much goes on. I mean, they really do a lot with the characters and the plot. So Drew is actually a movie critic. Again, he's actually, uh, after the show today, he's actually trying to, to get out of here pretty quick because he gets to see the exclusive sneak peek of the movie, what? Solo. Solo. I'm really not supposed to talk about it because oh. Disney's very tight lip on the Star Wars movies, but yeah. I'm, you can't I'm even go say you're going to go see it, though? You're not even supposed to go say you're seeing it because they don't want people bugging you and hitting you up and trying to get the secrets. Mm-hmm. And- is, it, is this uh, uh, Solo movie going to... You know, it's obviously going to be massive. Is it going to knock out Avengers? Well, the Avengers, the movie that Avengers just knocked off was The Force Awakens. So Star Wars is right there with the Marvel movies as some of the highest grossing films. It's got the most global interest. Are they taking away the largeness of this? It feels like Star Wars is coming out with movies like every couple of months now. That's why I don't think this movie is going to be quite as big as The Force Awakens because they just came out with The Last Jedi last December. And so you're saying they're not giving it long enough? Well, here's, but, but you're, Forgetting that these are like the solo movie is is about Han Solo's earlier. This is what they call an anthology series. So it's not the there's the main Star Wars storyline, which is kind of like the Anakin and the Luke Skywalker and all that stuff as that goes through. And then these other movies like Rogue One and now Solo are side movies that live in the same universe with the some of the same characters, but aren't that central storyline. It helps explain that story. So it's just a bunch of spinoffs, basically yeah, essentially, yeah. Man, people just trying to make money. <laughs> make money off of Darth Vader. <laughs> what he brought to the world. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, if you have any questions about movies, I'm, I'm not kidding. Reach out to Drew uh, on his Instagram. What's your Instagram? At Critical Drew. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Fit Show. He's hilarious. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Stand by for the Fitz files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. And uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, just kind of cruised up in the studios. Got some gossip for us. First, he wasn't invited, and then he was, and he was going, and... 
Now we're just not sure. Major development in this weekend's royal wedding involving Meghan's dad. Will he walk his daughter down the aisle? We'll talk about it coming up. Drew is standing by with the Tuesday reality check. Well, the Israeli and Palestinian situation continues to boil and and flare up. And in fact, yesterday, uh, an estimated 35,000 Palestinians turned up to protest the moving of the the Israeli uh, embassy to Jerusalem. And, well, it, it got... It really went over the line here because they were throwing rocks, they were flying kites with fire. The Israelis started back, you know, bringing in forces, and they killed an estimated about fifty-two Palestinians. Uh, you know, the Palestinian uh, organizers were were chanting and asking their people to push down the fences and get through it, and telling them that the Israelis were running away, but they were actually backing in their forces. I mean, it's just an absolute storm over there. It's a mess. It's not getting any better. Uh, it's in been fact, going it's on getting for, worse. for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. This is actually the bloodiest single day uh, since the war back in 2014 between wow. the two. So it, it just, we're not seeing an improvement in the situation. If anything, it seems like it's getting worse. Wow. Yeah. So something else that, that every human on Earth has to worry about, sort of, not really. Today, an asteroid is going to blow right past the Earth. A very close call. No Another one knew about one? this, right? Yeah. So this Darn. one, this one's got a catchy name. It's <laughs> called uh, 2010 WC9, right? Great name. It's traveling at about 28,600 miles per hour. It's going to get so close. By the what? way, this it, reminds me of last summer's asteroid WD40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by the way, this thing is the size of the Statue of Liberty. It's about 170 feet by 400 feet. It's huge. You know what? I, I think that um, we really have the ability in 2018. I I think we could vaporize one of the one of those things from Earth or just oh, nuke no. it. No, no, the, the, no. the kinetic energy involved no, no, is no. unbelievable. But anyway, this one's going to get so close that oh. if you're in the right place at the right time today, say, can you, you feel can like see a breeze? It. You, can, <laughs> you probably won't feel it go by, <laughs> but you will be able to see it with just any old telescope, like a little home jobber telescope. If you look at the right spot, you'll actually see this. And one. if you really get nervous, you can call Bruce Willis today, <laughs> yeah, to see if uh, <laughs> he'll right. save the world for you. Yeah. Remember, remember uh, that movie Armageddon? It seems similar to that. How could you forget it? Okay, uh, so Southwest. Airlines had in another emergency landing. This Are one again me? going to Dallas Love Field. Uh, an aircraft lost pressurization about uh, 30 minutes before its scheduled landing time. The masks dropped. It sounds like this is sabotage. I mean, this is kind of getting ridiculous. <laughs> well, I, I wonder if with the, I mean, there are literally 10,000 flights a day inside right. the U.S. I know, and once we start on, paying attention, we Drew, start seeing all these the incidents. Plane got down fine. Right. There were no injuries. A couple of the passengers asked to be checked out by a medic for like popped eardrums, pain in their eardrums because yeah. of the depressurization. But, um, yeah, they got it to the ground safely, and it's in it the right like landing we're having spot. just a whole bunch of maintenance issues, and thank God we have mm-hmm. these amazing pilots. Sabotage. Let's fix these planes. Yeah. Right? It, it could be maintenance, but you know, with the amount of trips these planes make and the amount of time they spend in the air and on the yeah. ground, it could and they also be so coincidental fast. for all we know. Thank you, Tanner. Coincidental? Yeah. Like, I don't know. He just I, thought he'd I, I, throw <laughs> that in there. It could be. And there you go. That is the Tuesday reality check. Just letting you know. It's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. Let's see what is trending right now. Margot Kidder. Lois Lane, uh, in the like one of the original Supermans, passed with, away. With, with Christopher Reeves, right? Right, the Christopher Reeves. Man. She she fell in some pretty tough times, I think, in the late 80s, early 90s. Some alcoholism. Some, and, yeah, some yeah. maybe drugs, alcohol, and I think some mental issues. She got arrested a few times. Well, in, anyway, I mean, my gosh, let's talk about some positive stuff from her life while we can. Right, well, she was in the she Superman movies, away. which yes. was great. 
with the with Christopher Reeves. Yes. Anyway, rest in peace, Lois Lane. Uh, may you go to that big telephone booth mm-hmm. in the sky and find yep. you Superman. The Fortress of Solitude. Absolutely. Uh, all right, Bethany, the mouth from the south is standing by with the good, the bad, and some gossip. Good old Oprah. She was the commencement speaker at the USC School for Journalism on uh, this past weekend. She gave some fun advice in addition to the usual stuff and some uplifting stuff, too. A couple of other thoughts. Eat a good breakfast. It, it really pays off. Pay your bills on time. Recycle, make your bed. Aim high. Say thank you to people and actually really mean it. Ask for help when you need it. And put your phone away at the dinner table. I like that one. You heard Oprah. She's telling everybody to put their phone away. I like that one. Moving on to the bad. People are pulling up old clips. God love her. On YouTube from a weird workout video that Angela Lansbury, remember her? Murder, yeah, she, she wrote? wrote? That's oh, wait, right. the old, there's a workout video of the old well, lady? Well, hang on, oh, hang on, goodness. hang on. It's a workout video that she did back in 1988 where she takes a bubble bath. Oh. She's, oh. Talking about, she's talking about old people. Oh, come on. Oh, oh. No, no. And there's audio? Yeah, yes, I got there some. Is. I think femininity and sexuality go hand in hand. Oh. It used to be thought that women lose interest in sex after men are... Okay. Hey. Wow. Don't need to be hearing that from Angela Lansbury. Go back day. to solving murders, lady. <laughs> My day is ruined. That's all I'm going to ever be able to think about for the rest of the day. Instead of murder, she wrote, vomit, she wrote. <laughs> oh, I love good old Angela. And the gossip. Now, this is interesting, guys. It's also kind of sad. I feel bad for her. But Meghan Markle, you know, she's going to be getting married. She's going to be a princess after this weekend. Her dad says now that he will not attend the royal wedding because he suffered a heart attack and does not want to embarrass his daughter. I think After, he's just so nervous of walking in front of billions of people. Hold on. Right, the now, whole world. first, remember, there was all this hullabaloo because they weren't invited and he wasn't going, right? Yeah. Well, then it came out, okay, he is going and he's going to walk her down the aisle. Well, then some photos came out of him in a little cafe because he lives in a little town in Mexico. A little cafe, a little internet cafe. Well, it came out that he, you know, he was looking online at pictures of yeah. Meghan and, and Harry and all this kind of stuff. And it was sad. It was like, oh, he must not have any relationship with her anymore. He's looking at photos online. He can't even talk to her. Well, we found out those photos were staged. They called the paparazzi to take pictures of him? Yes, he sold those. For $100,000, sold those photos. That's why I think that he doesn't want to be there now, because he's been embarrassed in front of the entire world as being that guy. Did his daughter disinvite him? I don't, I don't know. know maybe maybe. We, we know that the British paparazzi are absolutely ruthless. Yeah. Maybe he just wanted to be invited. So as far as we know right now, he, he, says he's he, not said going. he said he had a heart attack and he can't go. Yes. All right. We'll keep you updated. Whew. Yep. Good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz File. The legendary Fitz happens live. live. This Come on. is why today doesn't suck. Yes, you know what it is for Tuesday, May 15th, 2018. And uh, this for celebrity birthdays today, it's like an ESPN sports-filled edition of birthdays. Every athlete has had a birthday today. Well, yeah. I know someone who's not an athlete. That's their birthday. Hush you. Did you know it's Drew's birthday today? Dang, hush it. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's Drew's birthday today. 
Don't you guys check Facebook? <laughs> I was going to say, I, I haven't checked Facebook yet. <laughs> and if Mark Zuckerberg doesn't tell me somebody's having a birthday, then I... Well, Drew... Happy 52nd birthday. Aww. You're a little off, but thank you. I accept it. Drew, anyway. happy 63rd birthday. You're, you're further off. Thank you. Do you want to tell everybody? No, thank you, actually. Do you want to tell everybody how young you are? 43 today. Oh! <laughs> AARP is knocking on your door. I don't even know if they let 43 year olds on the radio anymore. Uh, yeah, I might be doing the news over at, uh, 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 what is it, uh, the public station? <laughs> No, it's uh, what do they call it? What's e- the easy listening? NPR. 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 Yeah, yeah, I'll be over at All NPR. Right. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, Drew, you share a birthday with Meadow Soprano. Jamie Lynn Sigler turns thirty-seven years old today. Lucky you! I didn't know that. Yes. It, my birthday has always been terrible for celebrities. You know, Entertainment no. Tonight would always say on this day on the yes. birthday, and I always wait anxiously. Nothing. Man, check it out. Ryan Leaf is 42 years old today. He's a legendary NFL bust. Remember you know, him? I actually went to college with him, and he tried to get with my girlfriend. <laughs> what? Yeah, everyone hated him. He was he, he had a huge head. He used to walk around he town like, you know who head. I am? Was he? Oh, he was kind of so rude. Like he, he was a he huge He had a jerk. huge head like an ego. Huge ego, oh, yeah. I was thinking oh, about he had a normal-sized head. head. Yeah, huge yeah, he head. was actually a good-looking dude. Normal head, but huge ego. Everyone hated him in town. <laughs> It sounds like he actually took your girlfriend to me. Well, he tried. (laughs) All right. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Emmett Smith is 49 years old today. Dallas Cowboy. And uh, Lainey Kazan, 78, the big mama from my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah. She is 78 years old today. Do you know I've never seen my big fat Greek wedding? Not once. Me neither. I've never seen that movie. Apparently, it's a famous movie. It is. It's It's a fun movie. Okay. Worth watching? Yeah. It was great because it was like an indie that no one expected to take off and it became a smash hit. Oh my goodness, 30 years ago. Has your favorite guy in it too, John Corbett. Anyway, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30 years ago, this day in 1988, Martina McBride got married, you guys, to John McBride. You would still have my heart. She actually walked up to him the first time she saw him and sang this. Right here, she says. You're all I need, my love, my valentine. That today, like, say if a man walked up to a woman and starts singing to her like that, he'd probably get arrested. Depends on oh, how sure. he looks. He'd probably get punched right in the there face. It depends on how he depends looks. On how he looks and probably how much money he has. So it's all about. I'm looks. just telling you. I'm just. Well, I mean, it's I'm. It's all saying about looks and how much it, cash you have. I'm saying on the approach, it is for an approach with most with a lot of women. Yes, I think that if a guy came up to her and he was just like a homeless yeah. scab yeah. and he's singing that, yeah, she's probably gonna <laughs> scream and run. Substance comes later. Like, if he looked like George Clooney and did it, she'd be like, "Oh, he was so romantic." <laughs> he so sang true. me the Valentine song. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, all right, and it was this day. In 1995, the Monster Jam, This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan hit platinum, you guys. This is how we do it. Oh, yeah, this takes me back to high school. Oh, I bet. And that's why today doesn't suck. It happens live. And now. Now. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, standing by with the news that did not make the news. Good to be your, what are you kidding me, anchorman. I'm going to begin today with a very special what the Florida story. There's some guys who caught a 12-foot hammerhead shark on a beach recently and they posed with it. 
But here's the deal. The shark isn't even the most amazing thing about the picture. Ladies, pay very, very close attention. The guy holding the tail of the shark is what people are talking about because he is so absurdly ripped that he's gone viral. And all these ladies across the world are freaking out about the, the ripped guy holding, holding the hammerhead shark. Priorities. His name is Elliot Sudal. And, and he actually tags sharks for government research. He does this for a living, Now, right? that's a sexy job. I bet ladies love that. You got the shark yeah, hunter? Yeah. Drop that in the bar and other mm-hmm. things are dropping. Like, I'm a shark hunter for the government. Like, wow. Bam. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. We have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. It's the biggest thing you could possibly catch from the beach. I mean, these things are, you know, they're strong. They're good fighters. You got yeah. big reels, big hooks, the whole, it's, it's exciting. I would, like, tie my kayak off to these swim buoys, which you're not supposed to do, and I'd put a rod off the side, and I'd hook these sharks and then get towed around. And he all does the, it from a kayak. And all the ladies are like, what? I don't even know what cool. you said. You're so interesting. I love That's your great. triceps. I love your triceps. Aww, you're Crazy. Some... I mean, I've caught, I don't even want to tell you what I've caught. I mean, so many giant sharks. Did you hear what he said? He said, you know what I've caught? I don't even want to tell you what I've caught. So, yeah, you don't want to be with this dude. <laughs> I think he means sharks. If you don't mind, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to take you out of Arizona at this moment. Mmm, something smells good. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, well, this is creepy, too. A woman in Arizona has been uh, catching a prowler on her security cameras, sneaking into her backyard, sniffing her panties and all of her laundry. (gasps) That's all he does. He sniffs, and he leaves. He sniffs, and he leaves. The cops are involved, still looking for help, trying to identify the guy. Now, remember... We've talked about some bizarre stories. People, you know, in the what are you kidding me stories. People going around pooping places. Now we're hearing about people. Remember that one guy that dumped a bunch of panties on yeah. in his next oh, door yeah. neighbor's bed? Now but he never took any panties or anything? You can't anything? go in people's backyard yeah, and smell say, their underwear tanning. Is the underwear part of crime or is it just the trespassing? What do they got this guy for? it's just gross. Yeah. Well, and you can't bust him for being a creep. If you see something, say something. <laughs> Of course you could bust this guy for being a creep. That's not a crime. It's trespassing. Trespassing is a crime, but being a creep isn't necessarily it a crime. It absolutely is. By the way, you're probably wondering if I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. Yeah, I do. There was a body back there, so I knew there was somebody in the yard. I called 911. I was scared. Creepy? Yes. To think that he's in my backyard two times in five months. And how many times before that? Looks like a pervert smelling laundry. Got little kids and... If that video, if I saw that video of that guy smelling my kid's laundry, I'd lose it. It's all kids and families up and down the street. Absolutely. And, and by the way, oh, yeah. well, that's different. That that's, just... that's worse. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. You didn't hear the details, did you? That's before you didn't think it was, it was ever, a big deal. Not that it was ever you okay. You, usually you don't have the details, to be fair to Drew. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I, got the I didn't expect details. Yeah. <laughs> we need to lock Drew up. He's creeping me out over here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see somebody in my backyard, just like that guy said. Probably be sending you uh, to the next dimension. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the, what are you kidding me? <laughs> Watch out for people like Drew in your backyard. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Stories of the day breaking every single hour. So, let's go. Fitz it's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. 
Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, and of course, everybody in the studio, d- does anybody keep tabs on their on their old high school boyfriend or girlfriend just to see what's up with them? I actually just got in, I got in trouble for this one not too long ago. Oh, what you're trying to uh, what, scope down your ex? Yeah, I was just curious <laughs> what her what what she's been up to, uh-huh. and because uh-huh. I ran into her and my girlfriend found out then found out that I. Was friends with her on Facebook, and it was a whole thing. Oh, you, yeah. did, the, you did the bump and follow. I remember that. So you that. bumped into her, and then you followed her to find oh, out what she's up to. Oh, the bump and follow. Well, your girl has a right to be mad at you for that. Oh, yeah. she straight up does. I was a jerk. <laughs> That's shady, man. You're being shady. Well, um, a 47-year-old woman in Kansas City named Shelly Watkins just reconnected with her ex-boyfriend, Phil, about three years ago after she found him on Facebook. That's This is where all this stuff mm-hmm. is beginning, It all starts way. on Facebook. It's amazing now when you hear about stuff going on in the courtroom and divorces and stuff across the nation. Social media is like yeah. the number one thing that's brought up. I saw you were poking Shelly on right. Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Plowing somebody's crops on Farmville or something. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gave him your extra tokens. But anyway. Um, but, but hey, wait. This is the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So this 47-year-old woman uh, reconnected with her ex-boyfriend. They dated for a while as teenagers, and uh, they broke up really over 30 years ago. But the spark was still there, right? They started dating again. Last Tuesday, they got married on the lawn of their old high school. Little small ceremony, couple friends and family. Shelly's uncle officiated, and they had a little string quartet from the school's orchestra doing the music, playing the little wedding march, playing the high school fight song. That's cool. It was an awesome school to go to, and we really enjoyed our time here, so we thought it's the perfect place to get married. I contacted the principal here at Oak Park and uh, asked permission, obviously, to get married out front, and uh, it just snowballed from there. Everyone has been so excited for us. I just looked him up on Facebook, just missing him. It, it's exploded. Uh, it was. It was like... We've never been separated in life. No, we could listen to the rest of this, but we'd be here till about 11 p.m. tonight. <laughs> hey, I've got an idea here. Uh, yeah. There's something really brilliant here, which is uh, that high school should charge as a wedding venue. I mean, high, you know, schools all over the country are strapped for cash. They should be charging people to get married on the lawn at high schools. Man, I would not want to get married at my old high school. <laughs> you could get married right on the 50-yard <laughs> line. <laughs> all your dreams come true. Right, th- come on. See, now we were the <gasps> Bowie Jackrabbits. So that would be perfect for so, like an Uncle Rico. You know, he'd be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, this is the I'm spot gonna... of my glory right That's here." Right. That's where I won the game. My honey loves me so much. I took her back to high school, married her. Right there on the front lawn, <laughs> underneath the bleachers. Now that'd be cool. This is supposed to be the uh, good that's stuff. where the reception is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, and, and that is that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitz happens. And if you don't mind, gonna throw down a little Tuesday ad lib. It's Tuesday. We're feeling good. We hope we'll make you happy in your neighborhood. Drew, it's midweek. We're not there, but there's only four days, so fix your hair. Tanner. It's Tuesday. Uh. Come on, it's Moose Day. Grab a friend, hug them tight, love them all day and night. Bethany. It's Tuesday. What you gonna say? Feeling good in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> all right. That's like an Applebee's commercial. 
feeling good in the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you get paid for that? It's funny. Hey, did you ever listen to that uh, that Fit show? What's it like? Yeah, it's like an Applebee's commercial. Uh, so real quick, everybody, uh, thank you so much for checking out the show today. There is Drew, and there's Tanner the Millennial. Bethany, the mouth from the South, is here. And I think it's a perfect opportunity right now to do a little uh, edition of The Wrong Game. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Boy. It's where you have to get everything wrong. Okay, And you have to play along with us, too, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. If you get anything right, consider yourself out for Tuesday. Normally, I'm really good at getting things wrong, but when I'm trying to get things wrong, yes. it's never right. And, and, and that's the rules of the wrong game. You have to get every question absolutely 100% wrong, and you cannot just make up random words. Okay? Bethany, I think we noticed you uh, when you were hanging out last week making up some random words with this. We cannot have any cheaters in this game. I don't think game. I made up random words. I think you mean like you can't just answer. Just say if anything you, random. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, say, I, I said once. I said one. Who wants to go first? All right, Tanner the Millennial. You're going to go first. Round one. All right. Are you ready? Again, it's the wrong game. Everything must be incorrect. Name something that grows from a bulb. A, what the heck is a bulb? Like a plant bulb? Like a flower. Oh, a tortoise. How many ends are there on a straw? Six. What grows in the rice paddies? Ham. What day is flag day? Thursday. And what do you use to unlock a lock? A axe. <laughs> Technically, that could be right. <laughs> You're breaking in. And who knows what day flag day is anyway? Yeah, I didn't even know. <laughs> Don't hate on the game. I'm trying to keep everybody's brains going. All right, round two. Uh, Bethany, over to you. What do snails like? Uh, Starburst. Name an astrological sign. Uh, a cancer? I did. Oh! I said it. Oh! Shame! 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 <laughs> Exit the studio. <laughs> it's really hard. It's so hard. Your brain it, just wants to be right. It's crazy like how you really are it like. It goes blank. Yeah. Except for the right does. answer. Yeah. All you can think of is the right answer. You and can't get like, around oh, it. It's all I, you can I, see. <laughs> but what's great is also when somebody does, you know, like, you know, lose like she just did. You know, you really start to hate the person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Wow. No, no, no. What no, I'm saying that is... That is your wife. No, but what I'm saying is like, you know how we're all like, oh, that's horrible. Shame on <laughs> Shame. All right, Drew, let's see if uh, if you're going to get shamed here. You ready? Have to redeem. Here it comes. Round three. Name something sour. Grapes. Oh! oh! Shame! 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 Why doesn't anyone ever do fits? Because it's my game. <laughs> I tried to think of a sweet fruit. It's not the first time in the wrong game history I won. All right. Hey, welcome to the show, you guys. This is the Fitz Show. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Now back to the Fitz Show. So let's kick it. Fitz happens Live. 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 Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Tuesday. I know you got a lot of stuff going on, and I, I appreciate the time that uh, that you give our show, and I appreciate your loyalty more than you'll ever know. There's Drew. There's Tanner, the millennial. Uh, we, we have Bethany, the mouth from the south, hanging out playing radio with us again today. Hey, let me ask you guys. The, the fairy tales, right? Some of the um, like world's most classic fairy tales. They were probably written when? Probably hundreds of years ago, maybe even thousands? Well, I think uh, the Grimm fairy tales were written, geez, several hundred years ago. But you would say, but would you agree that fairy tales were written at a time when things were completely different? Of oh, course. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Right. Because now, 
We're living in 2018, where everything is what? Everything is politically correct. Mm, oh, boy. So moms and dads right now, some parents, I wish I could say I was kidding, but I'm not. Some parents are actually changing fairy tales to make them more politically correct. Oh, no. It's happening right, it's happening right now. Yikes. Why is this all? I, it's even when I was a kid, I guess I thought we were all past this PC stuff. I thought we were supposed to get past certain things, and now I feel like the world is just kind of going backwards. Instead of fixing old fairy tales, why don't people just write new fairy tales? I guess that's a good idea. You mean, you mean just like get rid of the classics? I mean, get rid of them, but why do you yeah. have to change them? Just find other You're ones. Right. Yeah. You know, other write something of your own. Well, here's some of the fairy tales that some parents are changing right now. Love to get your opinion on this. Uh, for example, Little Red Riding Hood. This one, uh, the wolf doesn't eat the grandma, and instead of, of killing him, he and uh, Red Riding Hood become friends at the end. It's a wolf. It's That's a wild animal. Not real either, right? But it's it's they're making it you know it's it's uh, more politically correct. But doesn't I, I because, imagine that when these were written, they stood for something like the wolf stood for something. evil, yeah. stood for evil, the stood bully. for strangers, so stood for something. Maybe a government. Sometimes I don't know. But uh, if you take it out, you literally excuse the pun. You take the teeth out of it. It doesn't mean anything, right? All right. What about the three little pigs? Some of the parents right now, uh, the three little pigs, they're saying uh, they don't trick the wolf into going down a chimney into a boiling pot. He just apologizes, and they let him go. Where's the lesson in that? Yeah. Sounds Fairy tales like are meant to serve no a lesson. Flakes. Yeah, I mean, a, a wolf eating a pig, that's what they do. If a wolf gets into your farm, it's going to eat your pigs. So now I'm afraid a kid on a farm is going to go try and pet the wolf because they're <laughs> friends, and it's going to eat a kid. Again, we're talking about how some parents right now are changing fairy tales to make it more politically correct. The gingerbread man, for example, doesn't get eaten in the end. Okay. Oh, it's a about, cookie. What about Hansel and Gretel? <laughs> <laughs> Are we not supposed to eat cookies? Yeah. What's, what's PC about not eating cookies? Hansel and Gretel don't get abandoned in the woods, and they don't kill the witch to escape. They work each other. They work it out in the end. A creepy stranger abducted them. They should fight back. Like you don't make <laughs> friends with a creepy stranger who lives in the woods and abducts were, children. But I loved these stories whenever I was a kid. Like why did, did you think they were evil, or did I mean did you think that you were getting really bad lessons when you heard these stories as a kid? Well, I mean, I don't think as you a probably kid, learned you really lessons. Could, yeah. You know, yeah. judge that. I just thought they were really entertaining, fun stories. And I, I mean, it's not like <laughs> I don't know of anybody that. Well, you know, since they listened to those fairy tales, whenever they I mean were that younger, old lady I mean, was going to eat them, but they can settle their, <laughs> oh. their differences. Hey, I'm not even done yet. What about the ugly duckling? Uh, they avoid telling the ugly duckling because it promotes body shaming and bullying. Actually, well, I actually think uh, okay, whatever. Do you agree with that one? Well, Maybe? I mean, what I'm saying is, is it's like actually the uh, I thought the ugly duckling was you know love yourself. Yeah, and there's beauty no inside. No matter what, and there's beauty inside. Don't and judge then, someone by their cover because they could be beautiful. Except your uniqueness. Yeah, yeah. and then sh- it turns into this beautiful, wonderful s- swan, and her outside matches the inside. You know. All right. Welcome to the Fit Show. Fits happens live. Fits. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, get ready because we're about to put you uh, uh, to a test as well. It's Fitz versus the Millennial. 
And Drew, what is this game all about? It's about seeing what millennials know about the world they live in, as represented by Tana the Millennial, and what Fitz knows about the millennial world. Uh, so I'm going to ask questions to each of you about each other's lifestyle and world and see what you know. Yeah, and I'd like to say, based off of you know the, the season uh, record, I pretty much know everything there is to know about millennials. Tanner, you don't, you know, I'm, I'm just sorry I've, to throw that at you. I've won a couple games, oh, man. I'm yeah. really starting to gain some speed over here. Oh, are you? I think so. Yeah, oh, I think he's talking some smack. That's a little, yeah, he's yeah. pretty confident. Well, and by the way, we always change the rules every single time we play. We just we, need to let you know. We mostly just change the scoring. This is a very <laughs> special edition we covered earlier in, in today's show that today is my birthday. So, yes, this edition 48. of Fist First, no, is all about, no, getting colder. It's all about today, historical events and birthdays and such today. Let's get started. It's all about May 15. Here we go. All right. Fitz goes first because he had a 3 nothing sweep. Here we go. David Krumholtz is an actor uh, who shares today as his birthday with me. Uh, most millennials know him as the head elf Bernard in this series of Tim Allen movies about Jolly St. Nick. The Santa Claus. That is correct for the points, Bernard. You know why? Because my kids made me watch it yesterday. <laughs> Man, it's, it's May. It's Christmas in May in the Fitz household. Okay, Tanner, now's your chance. Here we go. Very few celebs actually share this birthday, but this 13-time Pro Bowler and Super Bowl 35 MVP shares my birthday exactly, day, date, and year. We were born on the very same day. Uh, this Baltimore Ravens linebacker, also, Ray Lewis. Yes, he gets it. How do you know that? You don't know anything about football. How'd you know that? I grew up watching Ray Lewis. Oh, man. Did, you know you didn't. Yeah. I think that's cheating right there. You didn't even get to the part of the question where he got away with murder anyway. <laughs> I was about to say, isn't that the same guy that Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. All right, okay. Fitz, back to you. It's tight. One and one. On this day in 2015, billionaire Carl Icahn bet on ride-sharing's future when he invested $100 million in this company, Uber, known for its fluffy mustaches. Oh, I know this. You already guessed. Uber. That is incorrect. Tanner, do you have a steal? That would be Lyft. Lyft is correct. There was really only two to go with. So Tanner pulls into the lead 1-1. Tanner can win it right here. Ask the guy uh, who's never driven his own car in his entire life. (laughs) All right, Tanner. Yeah, that's why I got the answer right. Yeah, you basically are Mr. Uber. (laughs) Tanner, it's playing in your hands. You could win it with this answer right here. About to lift into a victory. Probably the single most important birthday today is this restaurant chain, which opened its very first store in San Bernardino, California, on May 15th, 1940. What kind of a store? you got to give a little bit more than that. Restaurant. It became the largest restaurant chain on earth. (gasps) McDonald's. That is correct for the win, Tanner. Three to one. It's a rare day all around. I don't even know if I had a chance to answer today. All right, Tanner, you get your winning song. Real, funny, the fit show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the fit show. Stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. And uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, is chilling with us today. What's up? What's coming up? We are getting ready for a Royal Rumble. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Do that again. Ready? We are getting ready for a Royal Rumble. <laughs> 
and gentlemen, will Meghan Markle's dad walk her down the aisle? I've got the minute-by-minute details coming up. Drew is standing by with the Tuesday reality check. Well, President Trump won a lot of hearts and minds in America on Friday when he tackled one of the issues that is very close to a lot of Americans. That's prescription drug prices. Uh, The president came out and he vowed to derail the gravy train for special interests. Uh, He said that the current system's corrupted by greedy businesses Mm -hmm. and middlemen who have made an absolute fortune through Mm -hmm. dishonest double dealing at the expense of the consumers who need the medicine to extend or improve their lives. So this is something that people have been really crying for for a long time because some drug prices are just so out of control. I mean, some. Tens, I would say all of them. I, I personally know people who are on drug regimens for like cancer treatment that sure. are like $10,000 a month mm-hmm. for their mm-hmm. treatment. It's and that's absolutely ridiculous. unacceptable and, it, and it's ridiculous. These are life-saving yeah. treatments. Like without these, these people will die. I yep. mean, it's not something that we should be trying. I mean, like I mean, everyone has to make a buck and make a dollar, but sure. not at someone's the expense of someone's life. And yeah. by the way, uh, you said uh, your, your, your pal, th- these are like cancer drugs, right? Right. So, Running uh, him over, you said over 10 $10,000 dollars $10,000. I mean, basically, if he didn't have really good insurance, he wouldn't be able to get the drugs. Yeah. He wouldn't be able to get it. No one could fair. afford that, mm-hmm. right? Wow. Uh, the Middle East, we always talk about the Middle East because it's crazy over there. So the Iran nuke deal has been crumbling lately. And Iran came out and said, if this thing goes south, they will re-up their efforts to get a nuke on, as they said, quote, an industrial scale. They're basically saying they're going to double or triple down to get themselves a nuke, which is a threat aimed directly at the U.S. You know, they're saying if you if you back out of this thing and, and you put all these sanctions on us, we're going to go after that nuke hardcore. In response to that, Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. came out and they said, well, if Iran gets a nuke, we'll do everything in our oh, power to get one because Lord. obviously you have to Everyone's playing yeah. the the matchup no game. Everyone's got to be, gotta be with and, someone with a nuke. Well, and they're already enemies. It's uh, you know, it's it's a Shiite nation and a Sunni nation, and they they hate yeah, each yeah. other. And it's just the situation over there Hang just on. never seems let to me, get anywhere. Let me pause real so quick. So many layers for, for just uh, a little moment. Hang on, let me hit this little button right here. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the that's appropriate. And what is up with these Kinda. people acting like high school kids? Like, oh, you got well, a nuke? Well, now I got a nuke. It just sounds ridiculous. Maybe, maybe we'll have success with Iran like we did North Korea. I mean, they're going to be throwing a big uh, party soon. So maybe yeah. this is all going to be just fine with maybe Iran. it'll all work out. <laughs> Fingers yeah. crossed. This is all going to be all right. It's only been bad there for, what, two or 3,000 years? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, go ahead. Uh, so a bunch of Google employees, a little over a dozen Google employees, put their uh, money where their mouth is. They had problems with Google working with, on contracts with the U.S. government. Uh, Google was wor- using their AI software to um, basically interpret drone footage and be able to help the government decipher what's a target, what's a person, what's a building, what's civilian, what's military. And a lot of Google employees had a problem with this. They didn't want the their work done uh, for a military mm-hmm, purpose. Mm-hmm. Well, they now resigned. A little over a wow. dozen people working on Project Maven have just, they've walked out of the job. And, and we're talking about people who are making very, very big salaries. Big money, yeah. They're standing behind their, their principles on that one. All right, there you go. That's the Tuesday Reality Check. Now, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. see what is trending right now. Margot Kidder. Lois Lane, uh, in the like one of the original Supermans, passed with, away. With, with yeah. Christopher Reeves, right? Right, the Christopher Reeves. Man. She she fell in some pretty tough times, I think, in the late 80s, early 90s. Some alcoholism. Some, and, yeah, some yeah. maybe drugs, alcohol, and I think some mental issues. She got arrested a few times. Well, in, anyway, I mean, my gosh, let's talk about some positive stuff from her life while we can. Right, well, she was in the she Superman movies, away. which yes. was great. 
with the with Christopher Reeves. Yes. Anyway, rest in peace, Lois Lane. Uh, may you go to that big telephone booth mm-hmm. in the sky and find yep. you Superman. The Fortress of Solitude. Absolutely. Uh, all right, Bethany, the mouth from the south is standing by with the good, the bad, and some gossip. Good old Oprah. She was the commencement speaker at the USC School for Journalism on uh, this past weekend. She gave some fun advice in addition to the usual stuff and some uplifting stuff, too. A couple of other thoughts. Eat a good breakfast. It, it really pays off. Pay your bills on time. Recycle, make your bed. Aim high. Say thank you to people and actually really mean it. Ask for help when you need it. And put your phone away at the dinner table. I like that one. You heard Oprah. She's telling everybody to put their phone away. I like that one. Moving on to the bad. People are pulling up old clips. God love her. On YouTube from a weird workout video that Angela Lansbury, remember her? Murder, yeah, she, she wrote? wrote? Oh, wait, right. the old, there's a workout video of the old well, lady? Well, hang on, oh, hang on, goodness. hang on. It's a workout video that she did back in 1988 where she takes a bubble bath. Oh. She's, oh. she's talking about old people. Oh, come on. Oh, right. no, no. And there's audio? Yeah, yes, I got some. Is. I think femininity and sexuality go hand in hand. Oh. It used to be thought that women lose interest in sex after men are... Okay. Hey. Wow. Don't need to be hearing that from Angela Lansbury. My Back day. to solving murders, lady. <laughs> My day is ruined. That's all I'm going to ever be able to think about for the rest of the day. Instead of murder, she wrote, vomit, she wrote. <laughs> oh, I love good old Angela. And the gossip. Now, this is interesting, guys. It's also kind of sad. I feel bad for her. But Meghan Markle, you know, she's going to be getting married. She's going to be a princess after this weekend. Her dad says now that he will not attend the royal wedding because he suffered a heart attack and does not want to embarrass his daughter. I think After, he's just so nervous of walking in front of billions of people. Hold on. Right, the now, whole world. first, remember, there was all this hullabaloo because they weren't invited and he wasn't going, right? Yeah. Well, then it came out, okay, he is going and he's going to walk her down the aisle. Well, then some photos came out of him in a little cafe, because he lives in a little town in Mexico. A little cafe, a little internet cafe. Well, it came out that he's, you know, he was looking online at pictures of yeah. Meghan and, and Harry and all this kind of stuff, and it was sad. It was like, oh, he must not have any relationship with her anymore. He's looking at photos online. He can't even talk to her. Well, we found out those photos were staged. They called the paparazzi to take pictures of him? Yes, he sold those. For $100,000, sold those photos. That's why I think that he doesn't want to be there now, because he's been embarrassed in front of the entire world as being that guy. Did his daughter disinvite him? I don't, I don't know. know maybe maybe. We, we know that the British paparazzi are absolutely ruthless. Yeah. Maybe he just wanted to be invited. So as far as we know right now, he, he, says he's he, not said going. he said he had a heart attack and he can't go. Yes. All right. We'll keep you updated. Whew. Yep. Good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz file. The legendary Fitz happens live. This is the Fitz show. How many Twitter followers do you have? About 100,000. No, that's not top 20. You believe this guy? Fitz happens live. In your neighborhood, in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood. Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Oh, hi there. Yeah. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Do you have some interesting neighbors? 
Do you have those interesting neighbors that sometimes you're like, oh, my God, I just really pray that they did not see me, you know, pull in the driveway. <laughs> I really pray that they did not see me walk out of that front door. Do you have those neighbors? Yeah, because one of us on the show does. <laughs> Drew's over well, there. Well, technically two of us do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think I scared mine off. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Drew has this neighbor named Cindy. And uh, whenever Drew walks outside, Drew gets Cindy jacked. He's getting Cindy jacked. Yeah. You know those neighbors don't know how to act. Yeah. I think Cindy's calling in right now, Drew. Oh, no. Tell me about this weekend. She had a bounce house. She had a big bounce house on the front lawn, which is right next to my driveway uh, with you know, the ball pit and the bounce house. Yeah. She's throwing a party for neighborhood kids, which is, I don't know. It's, it's sweet, whoa, but it's kind of weird at the same time. She's this like is an old a, retired this lady. Is a, an older retired woman who just decided to rent a bounce house. Oh, and, no. And she th- bought it. Oh, she, she bought, bought the bounce house. She bought the bounce house. So we can probably expect a lot more of this. And, she's, and, and she does this for all the neighborhood kids to come to her house? This was the first time. She bought it uh, at a Toys R Us going out of business sale. Mm. Um, so I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I'd let my kids just randomly go to the old lady's house well, who bought well, the bounce house. Or maybe she's a sweet her. lady. I'll tell you something a little weird. I live with Drew, and I met Cindy for the first time over the weekend, and yeah. she said that I was open to use her bouncy house whenever yeah. I wanted. She said, you're going to bring your kid over? <laughs> Tanner. <laughs> Tanner was actually the first person at the door. <laughs> hey, it's 7 a.m. She would love to bounce. Bouncy time. Oh, hang on. Oh, my God. Somebody's calling in on the red oh, phone. No, no. Is that Cindy? <laughs> Cindy's calling. Hello, Drew. Hi, Cindy. Oh, how you doing, sweetheart? You know what? You know, let me tell you something. You do. You oh. sure do make a mama feel dirty. <laughs> Cindy, you're making me feel awful when you say What can I help you with? I'm, I'm at work, remember? Well, let me tell you. I'm just sitting around here. Mama's been walking around outside with her very, very hibiscus from Starbucks. Do you ever have one of those? I don't think I've... I, I don't think I've had one, no. Oh, I tell you. It is so damn refreshing, Drew. But hey, can I tell you something? Have you been sitting in a pile of sugar? <laughs> no, I haven't been sitting in a pile of sugar. Because you have a sweet <laughs> <laughs> So what seems to be the perfect conversation on the show today, sugar? Uh, well, Cindy, we talked about the royal wedding coming up. you got the, the Merkel situation. You know, she's going to become a princess. Oh, don't you just feel so sorry for that little Merkel? Did you hear what happened? Her father's not even going to talk to her down the aisle. Oh, you're up to speed on this. I didn't I didn't know you were watching this kind of stuff. Well, hell, I just heard you talking about it a couple minutes ago, sugar. Oh, you're listening? <laughs> oh, that makes me feel more uncomfortable. You know, my father didn't walk me down to the hill either. Of course, I was when I was 14 in southern Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that, Cindy. We learn more every day. Yeah? <laughs> I don't know if I like the people on your show, Drew. You don't like the people on my show? Why not? Well, Tanner's one of them. You just met him the other day. No, oh, he's got big hair. Something wrong with his forehead. <laughs> it's definitely, I agree. Hey, Cindy, for the first time, we really agree on something. Yeah, matter of fact, Tanner, his forehead is so big. He doesn't have a forehead. He's going to find I'm glad he heard that. That's wonderful, oh, man, Cindy. Cindy. Hey, Tanner, you can probably get on YouTube and get you a bunch of followers with your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? You're getting preached at by, by Sydney. Yeah. I don't even know about that woman in there flipping her job when she knows what she's talking about. What's her name again? Her name is Bethany the Mouth from the South. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
I wonder how she got that position. <laughs> well, she does know the boss on the show pretty well. Hey, Drew. Yeah, Cindy. I gotta run right now. Judge Judy's on, and I'm supposed to be starting a little prayer chain for Melania Trump. But I need to ask you one more question, okay? Okay. Did you stick the pile of sugar? <laughs> I knew it. No, I didn't. Did you have a pretty sweet <laughs> the one and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, my daddy. it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. What's up, Tuesday? Welcome to it. Let's get through this week together. I'm going to be here for you um, every hour providing the news that did not make the news. And if you don't mind, I'd like to begin with a story out of Scotland. 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 All right. We know where it's out of. <laughs> Just wanted to clarify to say it. Anybody else? No. Bethany, go ahead. Scotland. There we nice. go. <laughs> Title of the story is The Birds and the Bees. Uh-oh. A story about a woman in Scotland has been going around social media. She found a bee in her garden with no wings and turned it into a pet named Bee. And then she's talking to it. She's cuddling with the little bumblebee. She's feeding it. And then she took care of this little thing until it passed away, apparently. Yeah, I do have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. I I was working out in the garden. I turned around. I said, oh, there's a bee. And it wasn't until I picked her up and I I kind of looked at her and I thought, you haven't any wings. And it was at that point I thought, how are you going to manage? So I gave her a wee sugary water. The realisation at that time was, right, I really have a responsibility for this wee creature now. I think that was probably a turning point for me. She just took to me right away. Did she overdosed the bee on the sugar water? What happened? No, she no. took care of it. Bees don't have a super long lifespan. No, they don't. And, and sleep. And they're community, community, and, okay. you know, creatures. So they they live, they live. I think they need each other, is what I'm saying. Yep. They can't, they can't survive. Well, on she their had own. no friend to the end. And there's she... nothing wrong with being friends with a bee. When I was growing up, I had Larry the lizard that I found in my backyard. I put right. him in a fishbowl, and we were good friends. So it was dying day. Yeah. How long yeah, did he live? Says you. He lived for <laughs> he about terrified. two weeks. Why don't you ask Larry? Larry was in prison until his end. Poor Larry in his little plastic aquarium. Yeah. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of the United Kingdom, ladies and gentlemen, for Fox's sake, a woman in the UK became suspicious of her pet dog's behavior. She'd purchased the dog at a pet store for about $190. It was an adorable, fluffy, all-white little puppy, little mm-hmm. orange on it. I'm so excited about this story. Advertised as a Japanese Spitz breed puppy. After a year of owning the dog, the woman wondered why the dog had never barked once. Her pet also refused to eat any dog food of any kind, she brought the dog into an expert, and that is when she found out that her dog was, in fact, a fox. That's awesome. <laughs> I want to buy a fox. Yeah, I want a fox, I want a fox too. Fox. Man, what did the fox say? Yep, 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 Apparently the fox was quiet. Well, she's proving it true. The fox really does say nothing. What's the fox say? What does the fox say? There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Every day, Fitz happens. Everybody, look at that number one button on your preset. That little that little number one button right there. See it if you're looking at it, if, if you're in your car or whatever. That's the preference one button, right? 
We would love for you to set our show as the number one button on your preset. Whenever you hear us on the show talking about P1s, that's what it means to be a P1. If you put your finger out there right now, set it and forget it. Yeah, it's an exclusive club, but it's an easy one to join. When you lock us in on number one, you became a P1, and we love you for it. And you can never take it off, though. That's right. you got to leave it on. And we love it when you walk up to us and say P1D1. We just want to give you the biggest hug when you say that. Yeah. It means you're part of the, you know, you're part of our inner circle. Yeah. You're part of the club. You're part That's of the right. experience. Yeah. part of the family. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, there's Drew, Tanner the Millennial, Bethany right over there. My name is Fitz, and the, uh, the Social Security Administration, they actually just released its data on the most popular baby names from last year. And as I'm looking at it, I would say that uh, they really don't look that different than... Any other year? They did in 2016, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, or 2010, to be honest with you. So our names aren't changing that much. Well, here. Th- these are the most popular names for girls. Okay? For 2017. I already can guess one. Go Your ahead. daughter's name, Chloe. Nope. Not on there. Not on there. Wow. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That one's been a big one. Seems like they're getting a little more classic older. Mm. Emma. Yeah. Olivia. Ava. Ava was next. Mm. Isabella. Sophia. Ella. Not on there, but Ella's another one. Yeah. Mia. Charlotte, Amelia, Evelyn, and Abigail are the biggest names for girls. Like grandma so, names. Yeah, yeah, kind of everything old is new again. Yeah. Everything old is new again. Like my great aunts and my, my grandma, uh, Mama May, was May. And then my aunts were Thelma, Winnie, uh, Claudie. Bill. Uh, Bill for a girl. Bill that Foy. That's, that's Bill not, Foy that's for a girl. actually not her real name. Well, they called her Bill. But they called her Bill. It seems like all these old names are Countess, being cool I, again. I like, had an Aunt Countess. My, my great-grandmother had uh, two sisters named Eunice and mm-hmm. Esther. An wow. Those are both. Those yeah. are old lady names. I've actually names. Heard Esther is making its way back, too. Esther. I actually knew an Esther mm-hmm. my age, and she was like the only Esther. person within 100 years to have that name. I knew um, my one of my friends growing up, she had a middle name, Esther, and she did not tell anyone. And if you did, you were in- <laughs> she was not your friend. <laughs> I knew a guy named Eugene that liked to go by Spider-Man when we were kids because oh. he hated his name, Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> my name's anyway, Spider-Man. Back to the names. Um... Yeah, I always love my, my, my great aunt Winnie. She passed away when she was ninety nine, and I always loved that name Winnie. For I wonder like if her a girl. name was Winnie, or was it maybe like it was Winnie Winifred or something? Yeah, Winifred. <laughs> Winifred. <laughs> All right, hey, let's get to the boys. Um, Noah, Liam, Luke. I love Liam. William, James, Logan, Benjamin, Mason, Elijah. Oliver and Jacob, Isaiah. biggest names. See, I think like another one that I'm noticing with guy with boys is it's kind of going to a lot of the um, the Bible, like you know, Bible actually yeah. books in the Samson. Bible. Samson, Isaiah, it's dinner time. Well, like, the Liam is very uh, very English, yeah, right? But I, the Logan, you can't tell me that's not because of Wolverine, right? Logan yeah. came out because I of Wolverine. Tell you, every, see, that's just like after Legends of the Fall came out. Tristan, Tristan was, was everywhere. everywhere. Right. 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 Everybody named their kid Tristan. About to yeah. name my kid Thor. Yeah, I, 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 I love those names like the Magnus, Leonidas, those, those you know, battle, powerful, powerful yes. names. All right, welcome to the show, you guys. Stand by because uh, Tanner the Millennial, he's getting ready for another battle rap. It happens in minutes. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Fitch happens live. Whoever brought that very, very hibiscus into work today. So good. Welcome back to the show. I'm talking about a very, very hibiscus from Starbucks. If you've never tried it, check it out. There's Drew and uh, there's Tanner the Millennial. There is Bethany, the mouth, 
from the South. And uh, on, on Tuesdays, we like to ask you to tell a friend. It's tell a friend Tuesday. And it might sound kind of weird, but maybe it's, it's just a good day to remind uh, your, your buddy or your pal or a friend, coworker, or loved one. Just, to, hey, go to the doctor, get a, get a checkup. Maybe go get a physical. Tell a friend Tuesday. Tell a friend that um, your life is, 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 is very important to you and you're encouraging them to just go to the doctor. Believe yeah. it or not, there's a lot of people who just don't go to the doctor. And it's really simple, you guys. If you want to get a physical, so simple, go and they'll just probably take some blood and all that. But it's so important for you to learn about your body and what's going on with your body. So, you know, tell a friend Tuesday. So, Drew, since it's your birthday, I'm yep. going to tell a friend Tuesday and say oh, you probably should go get a checkup. Oh, yeah, unfortunately, the clock's run out. It's time for the old uh, Dr. Longfinger. Dr. Longfinger check. Right. Yeah, yeah, it is. Although I'm hearing a bunch of stuff about that. Like, I mean, do you have to get that done anymore? There's different blood testing they could do yes, now? Yes, you absolutely do. Well, that's I'm easy for you to say. It's, but it's a no, big it's not easy for me to say because women have been dealing with invasive sort of oh, you're clinic saying, appointments yeah. since, you know, we were in our teens. So it's about time is what I'm saying for you. Bend over. <laughs> <laughs> is that the doctor's name? Man, she has roasted you. No, Dang. I'm just saying guys never have to deal I know, with you're, that. You were literally telling us to go to the doctor just because of that invasive even, act. And that is so not whenever cool. we are, Even whenever we're pregnant, you know, it's like yeah. you would think that that would be a time whenever, you know, we kind of kind of relax. Nope. It's once a month, then they're <laughs> jump up on the table. Yeah. We're like, oh, no. You guys got to get every orifice checked. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah us guys have it easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, this is also a day where uh, uh, we have Tanner the Millennial convert into his alter ego, his rap alter ego, Vanilla Bean, and he calls people out. So maybe you'd like to recommend uh, something to us for Tanner to rap about. Uh, you know, it could be a person, place, thing, or idea. Tanner, who are you calling out today? I'm calling out the Markle family. Is Meghan oh, Markle? Yeah. She's about to get married, and it seems like her whole family is doing like this giant publicity stunt to get attention for themselves. And I think they're jacked up. Hello. <laughs> So, Bethany, the mouth from the South, was saying earlier that she thinks the royal family is thinking, oh, my God. They are. I mean, this is the first time that an American, or they've invited anyone out. It's been okay for anyone to be a part of the of the royal family and, it, and well, that's no, outside Princess of Diana, English. Right? No, she was English. <laughs> this is someone that is American. This is someone okay. that is totally out of the country. Mm-hmm. And, really and, out and of the bloodline. Ex- yeah, yeah, and they're accepting her in and of course it's a big deal. we have to have, you know, I mean, we might as well just send some wrestlers over there to their wedding. I mean, it's <laughs> oh, just... Oh, yeah! Yes! It's, it's so embarrassing! Step into a Slim Jim! Oh. <laughs> Come on, brother! I know she's looking Hulkamania is coming for you, Queenie! She has to be looking at Harry or, or even the queen and she's thinking to herself i know she's reading these reports or whatever yeah. and she's sitting there shaking her head at me you know like all right so so the last thing we found out megan markle's dad is not going now That's because he, he said he had a heart attack yeah a lot of people are saying it's because they charged a hundred thousand dollars for paparazzi pictures and, and he's embarrassed now because right. Here, well, let's come do out. it that's why tanner the money is calling him out yeah you want something funky give me something funky oh, fresh oh, funky fresh yo markles you're messing up the wedding where were you when Harry and Meghan were dating? Huh. You're talking trash. On British royalty, you need to sit down, have some herbal tea. You're mean. Woo, that was a good Leave one. Markle alone. Maybe you would have been invited if you would have picked up the phone. Oh. Vanilla Bean, <laughs> come in, calling out the fam. Come on, Markles. You're jacked up, man. Hey, Markle clan. What are you doing, man? Making America look bad. Making Vanilla Bean. <laughs> Markle, folks, better settle your beef. She's royalty now. 
Come on, yo, you're making America frown. You're messing with the wedding. Biggest event on earth. It's even bigger than a Kardashian birth. Your family. Show some respect. Getting all the press gonna put you in debt. Oh! oh! I was ready. I was ready for like, hey, it's the wedding. If you keep doing this, we might be in Armageddon. You know, oh! like, I can't oh. believe you did a frown and you didn't rhyme it with crown. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm glad you guys wow. were waiting on all that. I was just waiting for it to be over. Fitz <laughs> <laughs> happens live. Oh yeah. Everybody, what have we learned today for Tuesday, May 15th, 2018? And wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, what have you learned from our show today? First of all, thanks for listening. Thanks for, like, you know, being loyal to us and, and saying what's up to us. We just really appreciate you. Here's what I got I learned that the Social Security Administration just released the most popular baby names. Emma was the most popular for girls for the fourth year in a row. It's all about Emma. And Liam was most popular for boys for the very first time. How about that? I'm gonna I'm gonna name my new cat Liam. Liam. <laughs> I like Liam. Yeah. Hey Drew, what about you? What did we learn today? Well, I learned that parents are politically correcting fairy tales. They're making them like all friends and hand holding instead of the wolf eating the little girl. The yes. wolf makes friends there because you know we can't have nice things. We can't maintain a history. We have to make everything friendly for today, which I think is nonsense. What's gotta be nice and sweet? No. So some people call it the wussification of America. Exactly. All right, Tanner the millennial. What have we learned today? I learned that a woman in Scotland became BFFs with a bee. With a little bumblebee. With a little bee that has broken wings. And she, you know, just called it and nursed it until the end the last of life. day. Yeah. yeah. So sweet. Yeah, and uh, she called it and nursed it for three hours. Until it died. It's <laughs> a great little life. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south. What about you? What have we learned today? I learned today is Drew's birthday. What? Happy what? 50, Drew. No, no. Happy 63rd. I would love to say you're not even close, but you're kind of are close now. I mean, I'm in the 40s. Hey, everybody right now say happy birthday to Drew. Like, send us a message on Facebook. Just search Follow Fitz, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.